0: Welcome to the Talent Talk with Robert Walters podcast, where we speak to business leaders around the globe to bring you the latest trends and insights from the world of work.
1: Welcome to another episode of Talent Talks with Robert Walters podcast. Over the coming months, we're going to be speaking with leaders across the Robert Walters UK leadership team, along with industry guests, discussing their career successes, advice, and to get their quick take on what they're seeing in the market. I'm Henry Reimer, consultant in the company secretarial team, and joining us today, we have John O'Dada, head of board and board committees at BP, and Farron Ribeiro, head of governance and company secretary at Willis Towers Watson. John is a chartered secretary and governance professional having completed his exams in 2004. John has proved agile and adaptable having worked in a vast array of sectors primarily within the listed environment from the likes of JP Morgan and BlackRock. In 2018, John was asked to be the speaker at the Thomson Reuters company secretary forum and he's renowned throughout the market for having an extremely personable approach. Farron is a chartered secretary having completed her exams in 2004 also. Farron also trained as a solicitor in Kenya and was admitted as a solicitor in the UK in 2014 whilst working at the Bank of Ireland. Farron's experience mainly stems from within financial services and has been a panel speaker at the ICSA conference in 2019 and she was also recently shortlisted as this year's Company Secretary of the Year at the ICSA Awards. So welcome to the podcast, John and Farron.
0: Thank you, Henry. Thank
1: you. Great to have you today and thank you so much for your time. Um, To to all the listeners, uh, you two have been industry peers for quite some time, haven't you? Was it it during your studies that you uh, first got to know each other?
0: Yes, Henry. Uh, John and I did our exams together way back in the day. And, you know, your description of John, John was personable and funny even then. Uh, John and I are both uh, from Kenya originally, and we've been friends since, since the time of our exams, really.
2: A- absolutely. And, and, and I, I, I'd echo what, what Farin has, has just said in the sense that um, we, we took our exams together um, right, right back from that point. Farin was, was was committed to excellence uh and that's that's not changed so the, the the nomination uh that you mentioned henry i think is is a fantastic um piece of recognition for for the work which i've i've witnessed um for nearly 20 years now um as well so so g- glad to be here and thanks thanks for having us
1: it's perfect perfect timing isn't it with this uh, with the shortlist of this nomination Farron. so um yeah all all the best with the with the awards when uh, when we hear about them So let's start things off, shall we? Uh, Today's topic will explore the two routes to becoming a Chartered Secretary. For most aspiring company secretaries considering the profession, they they all need to determine how they become a Chartered Secretary. On the one hand, we have the traditional ICSA modular route and the alternative, graduating with a Master's in Corporate Governance with ICSA accreditation. The ICSA modular route comprises of exams, while, whilst the master's combines exams, coursework, and a dissertation. Um, so both courses give hiring managers the confidence that the individual is knowledgeable in the company's secretarial role, but it would be really great to distinguish these differences from a hiring manager's perspective. So from your perspective, what differentiates the two courses?
0: Uh, Henry, I have to say I have a great amount of respect for both. There are advantages to both routes. My experience has been that those in my team who have taken the ICSA course, that route has provided them with a depth of understanding which can only come with experience. However, for those who have taken the MA route, they tend to have been at uni a bit more recently and have the benefit of recent education and knowledge of more recent developments. That, on its own, provides a certain amount of adaptability and, and flexibility. So I've given you a classic lawyer's response. No, it's a, it's a, it's
1: a fantastic response. And John, what, what do you think?
2: Uh, absolutely, I would com- completely agree with... with uh... With the description that Farin's given. Um, I, I, I think they're both good and very credible routes t- towards achieving the, the, the qualification. Um, I'd say in, my, in my experience, uh, th- they both have sort of different but complementary um, but complementary um, strengths, if if you like. I, I find that the the ICSA modular course um, might have a slight edge over the masters in terms of preparing people who are coming into the profession for day-to-day aspects of of their roles, and this is this is really the the bread and butter aspects of, of company secretarial practice, which which you, you you go through in in a bit more detail via the the modular course than you do on, on the masters. But the masters, on the other hand, um, equips uh, new company secretaries those coming into the profession with a much stronger grounding I think on the technical aspects of um of the role so so this is mainly kind of company law and corporate governance practice in particular which uh not only is useful at the start of career but would actually be uh, really well maintained all through the career as well so so I I think I think they're both good and credible routes
1: perfect and so just just on the fact that. the icsa modular course has um kind of prepares new company secretaries for the day-to-day aspects of the roles perhaps a little bit more could it be said that um if people were to do the master's degree studied over two years alongside working in the profession um, would that be a good work around the potential kind of lack of experience I would
0: certainly agree with that that I think uh, I think it would be a, a pretty good workaround i'm not I don't know what do you think John
2: yeah I think that would be a good workaround because with with cosec practice uh, uh in household in professional services i I think hands on on the job experience This there's, there's just a replacement for that um, um you learn a lot more by observing others how others react respond aside from the hard technical um, um, aspects aspect of the role so. Uh, i
1: think that would be a good uh, a, a good balance yeah and um i guess with the with the icsa like a lot of employers will fund the icsa modular course um alongside full-time employment from from your perspectives, would do, do other kind of employers uh fund the the masters over two years part time
0: um, yeah. I, in my experience, Henry, I have only ever come across employers s- supporting financially the ICSA modular course. I have yet to come across uh, an employer that would, would pay for the master's one.
2: Yeah, so I've, I've, I've been fortunate to see both um, uh, and, and actually even on teams that I've, I've, I've had the privilege of, of, of managing. Um, supporting individuals through both uh, due to either personal circumstances or preferences, or or actually an organizational um, um, approach which preferred, say, for example, the master's um, over the modular course. Um, In both cases, it would would have had to be part-time. So Mm -hmm. so as opposed to taking a block of, say, a year off to do the master's, it would have to have been through uh, two years uh which which i think was more challenging for the masters once you got to the research and and uh, dissertation writing part because that's that's very time consuming and harder to fit around a, a kind of working day so um i've had the benefit of both and and have reflections on on how um easy it is to fit them into a kind of busy working schedule
1: sure Sure. Okay. And um so if there is anything you wish these courses could be doing differently um to better the development of graduates entering the workplace, um what would what would they be?
0: You know, you already alluded to it in your previous question, Henry. I do think the practical experience uh on the MA route would be beneficial for candidates so it could the ma route could benefit from an elective or a little bit of practical experience pre-qualification to augment the learning you know uh, like i said the people who've come down the modular icsa course have a depth of understanding that can only come with uh, with practical work experience
2: absolutely and, and I, I completely endorse that foreign um, i i, th- I think just generally and this this might not be necessarily specific to just these two routes um i think any any training program for for company secretaries um could could benefit a lot more from uh i'd say i'd say practical exposure to to board facing boardroom um experience uh, as it is so so a classic example and, and back early in my career th- th- there's often the point where you'd work through your entire career and only one, when you got to a more senior level would you then get access to, to the boardroom including board papers that thankfully has changed a lot now but 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 as, as an example of that uh, as company secretaries we spend a lot of time advising our our boards committees um, executives on various aspects of governance and 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 this is all with the aim of of Assisting them in making the right decisions at the right time. So, therefore, a key aspect of what we do is is we are gatekeepers of information which gets to them. So, having more practical exposures to what good decision making information would look like um, w- would be really important, and and more practical focus on that uh, during uh, d- d- during studies would would be important. And uh, what I'm envisaging here is is actually spending a bit more time on what good information in the boardroom looks like and what bad information in the boardroom looks like as well.
1: Mm. That's a good point, John. Perfect, yeah. So yeah, re- really interesting kind of feedback for, from the both of you. I think kind of having spoken to candidates on the market, I, I completely understand and respect the decision um, to do either. Um, you appreciate how big um, a commitment the ICSA modular route has, and and for those that pass, it seems like a, a real weight has been lifted off their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, but equally, yeah. like I have a lot of respect for for yeah. the. <laughs> um, you, obviously, you you both will know, both both will know, um, kind of first hand from your experience back in back in two thousand four. Like uh, it seems like a a a, a huge commitment. It takes takes up a lot of time time out of your schedule, doesn't it? Yes, it
0: does. i I 18, 2004, Henry. That's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But,
1: but I, can, um,
2: I should say, F- foreign was always a lot yeah, more so prepared th- than I was. Um So oh, Farin was, was always a lot oh, more really organised. So. Oh,
0: oh no! Don't don't start again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, that is brilliant. Um, but yeah, like e- equally, I do, I do have a lot of respect for the masters. Um, it, it it seems that th- there is obviously this this. Um, I, I guess the, the the issue around people coming out of the masters we with, with the lesser experience uh, in comparison to the modular route. Um, but but the courses for, from from what I hear on the market, they seem to be really well run, um, and the students seem to be really well supported, which. Um, as you as you mentioned, John, which kind of produces some really technically strong candidates. Um, so um, so yeah, both both really positive routes to to, to follow up on. And um, so like t- today, we've kind of alluded to to, to the to, to the routes to becoming a chartered secretary. But I guess from your perspectives, well, what other characteristics do you look for uh, when hiring in, into your teams?
0: Um... Henry, I'd say today, particularly for today, if you're asking me this question, I'd say pretty much the same as any other profession. The key characteristics, I, I think, are that are real, real impor- importance today are resilience and adaptability. The world we're living in today is changing very quickly, and for company secretaries as well. And we all need to be resilient and to adapt. I think the technical knowledge of course should always be a given.
2: I'd completely echo that um, um, th- thanks Henry I'd, I'd completely echo that because um, because if you think about how things have evolved looking back to, to when we were taking our exams um, what was then the, the, the combined code had just hit and we were I think actually taking our exams off the previous code which was a two or three page document um, um, as well but then very quickly had to adapt into this new broader principles based um, code which, uh, which which then changed and then uh, and then the financial crisis hit and, and that also then brought more change as well. And now we're in this really challenged world where we're being resilient and adapting through all those different challenges would be would be critical. Um, I, I'd also say one other thing uh, one of the really key skill or softer skill is is emotional intelligence. And the reason why I pick this up is is ultimately governance is about people. Um, And it's about influencing people. It's about working with people towards a a common objective um, and making sure that people have the right uh, information to make the right decisions at the right time. Um, And and, and therefore, it's very important for a company secretary to know and read their audience. and, and this is not just board facing, because we we occupy roles at the interface uh, between the executive and board, between the business and board, um, and, and in dealing with all those stakeholders, uh, we need to we need to ensure that we we understand the cues that they're giving us that, that are non-verbal, um, or understand the tone of messaging and make sure that we we adapt uh, back to the kind of resilience and adaptability. We adapt as appropriate as well. So, so I, I'd say emotional intelligence is, is absolutely critical.
1: That's so interesting. And I guess over the last few months, um, we've we've lost some of those those different forms of communication because we've we've not been in there you've not been in the boardroom kind of physically. So like how how have how have those how how have you guys adapted um, to, to just kind of managing um Board and committees, kind of online on the likes of Zoom. Yeah, uh,
0: we've uh, had to adapt very quickly, haven't we, John?
2: <laughs> <better> choice. <laughs> no choice. No <laughs> choice.
0: Um, we've we've not only had to adapt, Henry. I think we've had to help help our boards adapt as well. Um, and you know, the business goes on, and we've had to make sure that we we've enabled all our stakeholders to to get you know to to get going with this new world that we're living in it can't it can't stop
2: yeah yeah of yeah. course the the show must go on uh, absolutely it's yeah. and, and that's 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 very much the the focus that there has been and and it's important to keep those lines of communication open so if 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 you're not seeing people across the table from you make make time to talk to them before and after meetings to find out actually. What works for them and, and see the extent, obviously, working with, with the chair of the forum to to work these into the the boarder committee practice um, uh, in, in the meetings. But, but, but we've all been learning um, and we've all been adapting. We, we, we figured out what works, what doesn't work and what works today might not work tomorrow because Internet bandwidth will be different and things like that. So it's just <laughs> practical things like that, which we've just had to deal with. Um, but the show must go on.
1: Totally, totally. And um, I guess to, to, to finish up, for all kind of aspiring company secretaries, uh, could you could, could you give them kind of a, a little bit of advice from, from from your experience?
0: Henry, I think there's plenty of exciting challenge and opportunity ahead. I would advise aspiring company secretaries to make technology your friend and learn to work with it You know, John was talking about things that you just learn to deal with, bandwidth issues, etc. Learn to work with it and find safe solutions to your problems using it. Also, I'd say boards are changing and they're changing in a positive way. So I would advise young aspiring company secretaries to invest in your communication skills John talked very eloquently earlier about managing all the various stakeholders from you know directors to executives to the business. And um, there's an awful lot of that and you have to do it in a very technological, uh, technology-friendly manner. And finally, enjoy the role. It's equally challenging and frustrating, but also very rewarding.
2: Absolutely, Com- completely agree. Uh, completely agree. It's it's t- technology is 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 with us. It's it's changing how we work as company secretaries. Um, I, I remember very early on in my career, annual returns, electronic filing was not a thing. It wasn't there back then, so you had to spend a lot of time printing on the right paper and sending things off to companies' house by post. Um, with with acknowledgement slips and, and 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 that evolved into clicking a few buttons um, and, and, and filing annual returns that way, uh, and now we're even t- talking about robots um, 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 making those filings uh, under the supervision of of a company secretary as it is. So so technology is, is changing how we work and and how we operate within secretariats. So. So the one thing that um, anyone coming into the profession needs to be able to embrace is is technology. And and it's something which reflecting back on my training was not um, hugely focused on, um, but but I'd say anyone who's coming in now needs to have that mindset uh, uh, and and embrace it. But but also just a broader mindset uh, and approach towards um, kind of leaning into change and, and and accepting that change is part of, uh, is part of how we operate. Uh, and, and therefore, back to that resilience and that, uh, adaptability that we mentioned earlier, just having that sense of openness and curiosity to, to drive things in the direction that the particular organization that you've joined um, 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 would like to drive things. And, and that's why a sense of, of very open mindset, uh, a sense of subscription to the organisation that you actually work for, having that sense of value and common purpose will be will be very important. Aside from the technical skills and qualifications as well,
1: John, that's brilliant. Farren, Farron and John, thank you very, very much for these um, for, for these answers. It's uh, really, really insightful to get uh, your perspective on things. But um, but yeah, that, that kind of wraps up today. Uh, thank you very, very much uh, for contributing, and, and thank you for spending your spending your precious time uh, with, uh, with Robert Walters. It's been a real pleasure and um, yeah, hope to,
2: hope to be in touch soon. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having us. Uh, it's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Henry. Thank you, John. It was great, uh, it was great having a chat with you both.
2: Perfect. Thank you. Well, take care. All the best. Take care.
1: Thanks.